Hello lovely people, so it's been a while already, September 17th was the last time that I recorded an episode for the podcast um, with my friend in London. Uh, it, today is now Friday the 13th, October, Friday the 13th, so I wanted to tell you a funny little story about Friday the 13th, um, but first of all I'll just give a quick little update, so Basically, there still isn't really any update yet. Uh, Nothing really has changed. I am currently still on house arrest. I don't even remember if I had actually mentioned that before in any other episode Um, about that and the criminal case. I I really don't know how much I've gone into that, but very, very soon I will be able to share a lot more um, in detail the whole story about what's gone on. have court on Wednesday so hopefully this thing will be cut off by then because it is now 14 weeks on Monday since I have been on house arrest which is basically the same amount of time that I spent in county jail and I don't think I've really went into detail about that either but I will get there I promise I have so 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 much to share and it's very interesting so over the past um the past week I've really kind of uh gotten to be a little bit more productive and I finally started reading again I read already I think it was about 23 books this year I've kept a list inside the bible that was given to me when I was in jail um and maybe I'll, I'll go through that list and let you know which books I really enjoyed. But um, currently, I when I was going through all my uh, uh, belongings, which also I have all my belongings back, everything's organized. It, like my, my space is just so amazingly clean, organized. I feel so at peace. It just, I feel amazing. It's so great. Everything is coming together slowly, very slowly, but surely. And... Um, it's amazing to to just have so much peace in my life, you know, and to have my own space. Um, really, really enjoying it. Some days I kind of get fed up. It's kind of like like cabin fever setting in because I'm not the kind of person that stays home a lot. I'm a very active person. I like going to the gym. I like running. Um, but you know, I, I I did also think that. When I get back to being busy again, I'll probably look back on these days and think, wow, I wish I was on house arrest. You know, you could just chill out, do whatever you want, chill out, read a book, watch TV um, and write my write my book. That uh, One of the books I'm writing, I don't want to share the name of it just yet, but the story about um, the person that I allowed into my home that basically stabbed me in the back and made false allegations against me. I have, uh, I'm writing a book specifically just about that story. And then I have another idea for the other book, which is about the whole uh, marrying a narcissist and being sold a dream and uh, ending up going through the worst nightmare of my life. Um, And I really want to go into depth about the worst uh, abuse that I've ever, ever experienced because I really don't think that physical abuse is the worst like yes it's bad but I would much prefer a beating like having a beating over 
what I've experienced in post-separation abuse. But anyway, back to the book right now. Um, the books that I'm currently reading are um, Marie Kondo's book about cleaning up. I actually started reading this book probably over two years ago. It was in with my belongings and there's a lot of books that I will start to read and I, I have so many books that I'm reading at the same time because it just depends on my mood, which book, it's like, uh, it's like when you're watching something like a TV show, I think, because I don't want to always finish the same, t I don't want to always finish the same TV show straight away. I might not be in the mood for it. So anyway, the same with the books. The other one I'm reading is, um, it's called Blink and it's, it's, um, it's about the power of thinking without thinking and basically it's about using your intuition and really like that gut feeling that you get um, yeah like I don't I don't think that I I think that when you're in a, a relationship where um, it's very toxic and boundaries get a bit blurred it becomes very difficult to go with that gut feeling because when you're being when people gaslight you, it, it kind of confuses. It really confuses you, so you don't know what to believe. So it's all about that. And um, yeah, I think that it's very, very interesting. And I love books like that. So um, so anyway, today is Friday the 13th, as I said before. So for some, that's quite a day of bad luck, superstition. I don't know. Um, so ah, there's a lot of family in town. I have two people in the family whose birthdays it is and um, I wanted to get the kids to spend the weekend with the family but of course that's not gone to plan. Um, their father is completely ignoring my messages right now which is kind of funny because I found this message from a year ago where he had said that he um, he didn't he wasn't uh, he wasn't, I can't remember exact words he used, but um, I'll need to find it. He said that he he wasn't with the kids not being able to have access to their mother for two weeks and we would need to look into that. Now, this was in May last year, which um, it was one of my cousin's graduation. It was, I think it was Labor Day weekend or something as well. And he let the kids, he actually let the kids stay, come with me for an extra weekend. And um, and I got really upset. I cried, not, not to him, obviously. I don't even talk to him. But in front of my family, I was just like, oh, I'm so, I'm so upset that, you know, I was happy. It was, I was happy because obviously the kids were getting to spend extra time with me. But I cried because this man still has so much control over my life you know and I'm trying to get away from him I'm trying to have a new life and move on and he keeps this control by having my children you know it's like we cannot co-parent because he will not give up control he's not willing to be amicable you know it's like just the amount of the amount of threats, intimidation, but even when he's being nice, it's like there's something behind it, you know? It's like possibly he just wanted to do something else that weekend. Um, he's not, I've not saw the kid, I've only saw the kids two times in the last um, seven months it is now. And 
um, for an hour each time, supervised visits. So it's really not a whole lot of time. And um, obviously like he needs to have a, like breaks as well. So there's obviously someone else that's hanging, that's hanging around, maybe being paid, maybe has, I don't know if he has the same babysitter or another babysitter. Um, but I know for a fact that he won't really be enjoying having the kids full time like this because it was never really about having the kids. It's never about the best interests of the children. It's definitely about control and it's about money. Now, he, I'm sure he would have seen the motion that's been filed for, for me to get the um, custody back and I'm sure he's not happy about it. But at the end of the day, it's going to happen. So I... Um, like nobody can really take my peace away from me you know I feel like I spent um I spent three months in one of the worst jails um in the state so I've heard uh and I figured out how to survive and nothing can really faze me anymore to be honest it's like you know I, I analyze things um I always look at the positive side of things um this is one of the worst and most challenging things that I've ever gone through but I have a huge amount of like family and friends so much support and I'm so blessed and I I'm using what I have to pay it forward too so I'm I still stay in touch with some of the girls that are in there and um I have so many people lined up as well to uh, do po to do an episode and tell their story. Um, I just kind of left it a little bit because I'm trying to get through my own. I'm trying to finish my own, and um, but I will, uh, I will do more episodes for sure. I want to do this more regularly. Um, but anyway, so yeah, there's the update. We um, I don't have dates for the motions that were filed and they were filed three weeks ago so it's kind of crazy you know this the um courts are just so backed up but um what i did want to just drop in and say like because it's been such a because it's been a while like i guess it's almost four weeks since i did an episode um so i wanted to just uh tell a funny little story since it was Friday the 13th I thought I'll just share because um Friday the 13th I I used to want to make like a tradition for th Friday the 13th but it was something that never really happened because I could never really establish any kind of traditions with uh my with my ex um when we were married it was you know, he, he always just kind of did what he wanted to do and it was never really a good marriage. It was never healthy and I just kind of did whatever with the kids, you know, whether he would feel like he wanted to be involved or not. But um, it was it, it was very, a very unhealthy marriage. But anyway, in the beginning, obviously, 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 in the beginning, it was just like amazing you know like when I first met him it was like a, like the I used to love telling people the story of how we met because it was like such a romantic love story you know and I, I don't want to tell the story right now because I'm still trying not to go into too much detail I'm still trying to keep everything anonymous for um 
obvious reasons. Um, but what I will say is, uh, so I, uh, I, I lived out in Australia for a little while and uh, we met in Hawaii. This was, this was the story of uh, when, when I first met my husband and I was flying to, I was flying out to Australia, but I took the long way around and I stopped in Hawaii and I was only there for three days and I had this big backpack on. It was like a European style um, hiking backpack. Had my uh, hair done in little um, like braids that my friend had done. And I was actually on my own. I was meeting a couple of friends out there and I um, was trying to find my hotel. So I'm just gonna tell you the story of how I met him and then I'm going to tell you about Friday the 13th because so this is when everything was all you know it was just um just just a young girl traveling I think I was 29 at the time and had my um working visa to go to Australia and two of my friends two friends were coming um and actually had a boyfriend at the time too and I will tell that story in, in another episode. I'll go into detail about that. But uh, so anyway, so when I went to, when I got to Hawaii, I had flew, no, I'm not going to tell you everywhere I flew. We'll go to that later. But anyway, <laughs> I, I flew into Hawaii and I didn't have an American SIM card. Um, so I didn't have cell service, mobile service. I, um, I got onto the Wi-Fi when I was at the airport and I put into the address of where the hotel was that I was supposed to be going. And then I decided to take a bus. bus in, the bus in Hawaii, by the way, is freaking amazing. It goes all the way around the island and it's just awesome. The island is really not that big, but the bus is just awesome. You can just go all the way around the island. Um, so anyway, I didn't know that, but the um, the bus service is, is pretty awesome in, in Hawaii. and. That's what I decided to do was get a bus and try and find the hotel. Um, so when I was on the bus, I got off at some point and decided to start walking. And uh, the my phone had to, I followed following the maps on my phone. And it took me, I was outside of a gas station and it was telling me my hotel was there. And I'm looking around at this gas station. I'm looking down at my phone and I'm like, you know, obviously this is not a hotel. My phone's lying to me. <laughs> and um, so I, I was just confused, you know, I'm looking at my phone like, oh my God, like what? I'm looking up and I'm just like, and then I hear this voice from behind me saying, are you hiking around Hawaii? And I was like, I turned, I turned around and I'm like, no, Australia, actually. And this guy says, damn, you're lost. And, and I was like, yeah, like, can you help me find my hotel? Well, he didn't really know where the hotel was. He wasn't much help with that. But um, he spoke about uh, that he was living there and... Um, and uh, he told me that he was going to an Irish bar and asked me if I wanted to go. And I thought about my friends and I was like, yeah, like they probably would want to go. So let me try and find this hotel. And I took his number and 
Um, and I thought that would be pr pretty cool because whenever you're traveling, if you meet someone that lives in a place, like these are literally the best people to meet because obviously they know the place, they know the, the best places to go to, you know, like, so it was awesome. Like I literally like just got there and I met this, um, this cool guy that lived out there. And um, so anyway, I was a mile in the wrong direction. I finally found my hotel and I was a mile in the wrong direction. Um, and then later we did go and meet him at the Irish bar. Um, and so anyway, I was there for three days and then we went back, we, we sorry, not, uh, not back, we went to Australia. Well, I've been before. Um, my friends had not been before, but we flew out from um, Honolulu to Sydney. Pretty sure, yeah, Sydney we flew into. And um, I, I lived out there for, I think it was in August. And, um, and I never stayed in touch with this guy to begin with, I don't think. Um, I think at some point I said to, I did send him a message saying happy birthday. Um, his birthday's, a, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Actually, it doesn't really matter, I guess. His birthday's in December. But um, anyway, uh, we, so uh, things never worked out with my um, my boyfriend at the time. It was a, a another very toxic relationship. Um, that was my second toxic relationship. Um, my husband was the third and hopefully the last um and the worst <laughs> i don't i do not want to do it again but so okay so this guy um he drank a lot a lot a lot a lot and that became the biggest problem and um to the point where he actually punched me in the face and gave me a black eye and um i knew i had to get out i had like had a had to figure out how am I going to get away from this, you know? And that's when I started speaking to the guy I had met in Hawaii because I was, you know, I was like, you know, I knew he had liked, I knew he liked me because he had asked me like from the beginning, do I, um, did I have a, a boyfriend? And we actually did become intimate while I was there, just three, just those three days. And um, yeah, like... I kind of already knew that things weren't going to work out with the with the boyfriend and I was jumping from one bad relationship to another which I think is you know it's what you do when you're not really when you're not fully healed and also I think that guys like this they can they can they can sense when when a, a woman is vulnerable and especially like this um this guy he knew that I was coming from an abusive relationship and he definitely took advantage of that um, and he would tell me things like oh you need to just come to America and marry me and have my kids um, he would say you don't deserve to be treated like that I'll treat you better and um, oh he said all the all the right things all the right things so of course I'm thinking like oh like this it sounds sounds like a dream you know it sounds so good um so so i i thought okay well let, let's you know let's give it a try i'm trying to get away from this um guy which i did and 
the way I got away from him was after after he gave me the black eye, which you know, but at this point we were we were um we had a, an apartment together and um my friends that uh, that were out there with us they had a different apartment and um so after after I got after this guy gave me a black eye and I obviously I didn't tell anyone because I was like you know I was just hiding in the house and I didn't really tell anyone except my um my two friends that had came out there with us and um and the the way it happened as well was that uh he had been drinking and one of his friends that he was at the bar with was being a little bit inappropriate like he was saying things to me um which kind of made me uncomfortable and I tried to speak to my partner about it um and he got really angry and thought that I was trying to make out that his friend was trying it on I don't know I don't really know exactly what he thought I was trying to say but I wasn't even really drinking that night and he was drinking heavily and uh, that's how we ended up getting into a fight and the black eye was pretty bad I got still got photos of it so I knew that things were were not going to get better you know we had been in a few heated um arguments previous to this but this was the worst one and so I went to um to stay with the friends and then I came back to the apartment all my belongings were still there and um he was coming back from the bar uh, and um, I already felt like kind of nervous with him coming back, you know, and I obviously hadn't been drinking. Um, and he come, he come back and we start arguing about something. I'm not even sure what it was exactly, but I just remember him saying, if you're not fucking happy, you know where the door is. And he left. And I picked up all my belongings and I left and I never saw that guy again ever and he tried to get in touch with me multiple times his mom his sister tried to get in touch with me um we spoke several times even recently I've actually spoken to him even on um we even like uh had a few video calls recently and uh discussed this because I don't um I forgive him like uh I, I wouldn't ever trust him again but you know we discussed it and I and I said like you know I wasn't I wasn't a good I wasn't a very good girlfriend it wasn't like um it, I don't lay all the blame on him I think that I, the, one of the biggest problems was drinking the alcohol which is one of the reasons why I don't drink anymore but um he is very uh remorseful for what what happened you know he really really regrets it and and I have no bad feelings about it you know it was it it was stupidity I don't think that he meant it it was nothing that was like premeditated it wasn't planned so um so that's how I say like that's how I say like physical abuse is not always the worst kind of abuse because like the post-separation abuse which I'm experiencing right now is very premeditated it's very planned out it's very well orchestrated it's something that's been thought and thought and thought about and we're talking like over a, a long period of time where you know like um 
a year, a year and a half has passed by now and the abuse is getting worse. It's not getting better, you know? It's not It's not like we have any kind of communication. There's two, there's two little children stuck in the middle of this and um, there's one person that has full control. And so that's why I'm saying like, I really honestly believe that there's worse kind of abuse um, tactics than just physical abuse. I would rather have a beating, like give me a beating every week and just don't don't involve my children and stuff like this. You know, it's not fair for them to have to go through this. There's no respect for the mother of your children. Like it's just, it's a very sick and twisted form of psychological abuse. And there, that that's like, that is it, psychological abuse emotional abuse and manipulation like that is worse than physical abuse sometimes not always i mean physical abuse if it was to leave like permanent disfigurement then yeah like there's some you know there's there's women that have had acid thrown in their face and stuff and of course like that um that can be worse but i think psychological abuse you know it, it leaves deeper scars um, whereas physical abuse, you can you can heal a lot quicker from that, and psychological abuse, you cannot heal as quickly. You know, it's taken me. Uh, this is the longest I've ever been single, which is very much needed. Like I need to, when you go through toxic relationships, you definitely need time to heal. So um, it's it's a good good thing that I have been single all this time, but at the same time, it's like getting into another relationship when you've had such bad relationships it's it's not good for anybody that kind of wants to get involved with you because you have to kind of un like unlearn all these like toxic traits that you've picked up along the way you know like when I've been living in survival mode one of my things um to protect myself one of the one of the like reactions that I have is to is to scream and yell because I like I feel like that will kind of scare the other person off you know like that's something that obviously it's not it's not good it's not healthy and a lot of the time I would actually end up just mad at myself because I have a very quiet voice and if I ever yell it hurts like my voice actually like I get you know I end up getting a sore throat my throat gets all raw and so I end up just mad at myself for yelling because it hasn't accomplished what I want it to accomplish but when you're living in survival mode <laughs> you it's more like a reaction than than um than actually thinking logically you know it's like it's like our instincts it's like you're going to fight or flight and that is you know what I what I tend to do it's like it's like a the fight back but um I feel like I'm a lot more uh uh conflict avoidant now for sure especially um after what I dealt with with my ex and then this um the girl that was in my apartment, she knew that too. She knew that I was like that, and yet she still managed to get false allegations against me. It was it was completely ridiculous. But anyway, I'll get to that another day. Um, back to the story of Friday the Thirteenth. So, when I was finishing this relationship with this um, with with my ex, and 
you know, I left that t time he told me, you know, where the door is. So I left and, um, and I, I went to stay with the two friends that had come to Australia with me. And I um, started to, uh, I, I got an, another job and I just started to save up money. I was talking, so I was talking a lot more at this point to the guy that I had met in Hawaii. And um, I decided that it would be a good idea for um, for us to meet up. You know, I had asked him to come out to Australia, but he wasn't able to do that. And I'll later reveal why, because at the time I didn't know, but I'm not gonna go into all that right now. But, um, so uh, so we de so we decided we would spend a couple of weeks together in Hawaii and he wasn't there anymore. He wasn't actually living there. He had gone back to mainland America. That's where he's from. And um, so, but he, he said, okay, we'll meet in Hawaii. So we decided the first week we would stay in a hotel and do all the touristy things. And the second week we, um, we would get a tent and go camping. So honestly, this is just like a dream vacation holiday. Like honestly, it, I love, love, love Hawaii and it was really amazing. So, um, so it turned out that Friday the 13th was the day that I would fly out to Hawaii. Um, so I'm leaving from Australia. And the funny story about this is, that it turned out to be the longest Friday the 13th that I had ever had because when I left Australia the, and I got to Hawaii before I left Australia. So the time that I left Australia at and I'm flying back in time and I, so like, I left Australia in the, in the morning, say, like, just for example, I can't remember exactly what the times were, but just for example, say, I left Australia at 10 in the morning, you're flying back at time, and you get to Hawaii at 8 o'clock in the morning on the same day. So it's still Friday the 13th, and I've spent all this time on, a, on an airplane, flying over the Pacific Ocean, just to get to Hawaii earlier than I left Australia. It was kind of weird, but I mean, that's what happens when you're traveling. It's like you travel through time zones and um, and it's just, it was just so cool. So I get to Hawaii and I go meet him in the hotel. Um, and then I think we just like hung out. Like we went to, we went to a lot of uh, dive bars and ate pizza and it was, it was fun. It was really fun. It was um, it was a very awesome holiday. Uh, the second week when we got um, when we got the tent and went camping on the North Shore of Hawaii was just amazing. Like so magical, romantic. There wasn't really any red flags. There was a couple of little things that happened. Like one time when we went out to um, we went out to eat. And he got a phone call and he just disappeared and um, left me to pay the bill. And uh, I, I got up, I paid the, well, I got, I paid the bill and then I got up and he still wasn't back. And um, 
I sat out and I actually got so upset because I didn't know what to do. I was like, so I was crying and he had just completely left. You know, that he was nowhere to be seen and I didn't know which direction to go in. I didn't know what to do. And it just felt like the longest time. And, um, and when he did finally come back, I was sitting there crying and he just kind of laughed at me. Um, like, ma like made fun of me, like, well, what, what are you crying for? It's not a big deal. He didn't really understand, like, that was just, I mean, it was just really, really rude. I wouldn't necessarily say that it, that would have been a deal breaker, but it, it is like kind of a red flag that somebody could be so completely um, self-absorbed that they're not realizing what, the, you know, you're on, on a date with someone you don't just take a phone call and leave like that I mean to this day I still don't even know who it was that he spoke to who knows but um one of the things as well that happened when I was out in Hawaii was um it, it was also uh, St Patrick's Day as well which is kind of ironic as well because a couple of incidences happened on St. Patrick's Day too, but we'll, I'll, I'll get into that another day. <laughs> well, maybe when it comes to St. Patrick's Day, I'll come, I'll tell that story. But um, his, his ex-girlfriend was out there and we bumped into her at least twice. And um, the, one of the times was in the bar on St. Patrick's Day. And the second time we was at, we were at the beach and um, but really, really pretty girl. Uh, but when we passed her, I kind of, I felt like, like I could feel the tension, the awkwardness, you know, and he never really spoke much about it. He just said that that was, he had just mentioned that that was his ex-girlfriend and he never really went into detail. Um, and, it was just, it was just strange, like, because when we got together, he, he had kind of made out, like, that he had been single for a very long time, and the, you know, I just, I, I think that he was very, um, what's the word, he wasn't, uh, he was, he wasn't really open about everything, you know, he wasn't very, he wasn't very honest and open, and in a way, I, I was kind of thinking that, that, a little bit intrigued by how mysterious he was in a way you know but um yeah that was <laughs> that was definitely you know it was that was definitely a strange experience um but there's more to that as well there's there's definitely a lot more to that but anyway that's my story of friday the 13th so literally it was the longest friday the 13th of my life and i wish i could remember um, what time I actually left at and how long it takes to get there from Australia to Hawaii but let me just tell you Hawaii oh my god if you can if you if you can have like the longest day of your life do it in Hawaii like for real like that is such a beautiful place and I um I I would love to go back like I would and actually that is one of my goals, is to go back there and celebrate with my husband's ex-girlfriend. 
because we do talk now. <laughs> um, she is a super cool girl and I'm really glad that I got the chance to, um, to speak with her. Uh, and yeah, she, you know, um, validated some of my concerns. Uh, so, and told me things that I actually found out a lot more that I didn't know about. But again, we'll save that for another day because um, there is still ongoing cases, you know, like there's an, uh, an ongoing criminal case that he's involved in. And then I'm going to trial for my divorce in eight weeks. So eight, this eight weeks, this is, fr- this, uh, this is Friday the 13th. So eight weeks from today, I will be divorced for real. And I literally cannot wait, man. I am super excited. This is going to be such a sweet ending to a miserable few years because this man has literally dragged me through hell. And I'm telling you, it started off like a goddamn fairy tale. It was so freaking sweet in the beginning. It was so amazing in the beginning. But it went from being a fairy tale to the worst nightmare of my life. Like I would not wish this on anyone. No. And I am a very positive person. So even through it all, like I, I stay grateful. I stay grateful even though like I I don't get to spend any time with my children. Like who in the hell does this to a mother that I've never been any, you know, threat to my children at all. It's just absolute madness to take. Like I never thought this would happen to me. Of all people, like I could never imagine ever losing custody of my children, but they are are dealing with like false allegations and stuff. So it kind of, um, I'm going to be the one to like for sure shed a light on the dark side of America, especially for the people where I come from who think of, um, they think of Florida, they think of America, they think of, uh, they think of all the nice things. You think of, if you think of Florida, you think of like Disney World and Universal and it's so magical and people love coming um, over here. But there is a lot of dark stuff, you know, there is a lot, there is a very bad side to, um, to America, like the gun culture and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, like the, I mean, the, the judicial system, oh my God, like, like this, they say this is, uh, what is it? Land of the free and the home of the brave. Like I was, I was locked up on July 4th. That's a, that's a story for another day as well. Uh, but they, you know, when they say, um, what is it, justice and liberty for all? And I was just standing there like, really? Oh my God. <laughs> like, really? And um, literally, like, America has one of the highest incarceration rates in the, in the world, you know? And, um, and it's awful. The, the, ju- the judicial system is awful. It, you know, like what I've had to go through with false allegations, it's not uncommon. It's uh, people are, get convicted of things that they haven't done. So um, I actually joined the uh, the Innocence Project. You know, this happens far too much and it's just awful. So anyway, that's the end of my story about Friday the 13th, the longest Friday the 13th I ever had. And I spent it out in Hawaii. No regrets. It was a 
it was an awesome vacation um like I think that there's a lot of learning that comes with um narcissistic relationships honestly like uh I even I'm, I'm even grateful for my time in jail because of um what I've learned from that process and and all the incredible people that I've met as well like the volunteers um there's so many of them and uh Hopefully there'll be more stories to come for you soon too because I've got quite a few people lined up so hopefully I will have more for you very, very soon and hopefully I'll have an update, a really good update for you next week. Thanks for listening.